Billy after here. Bill after from OneWrestling.com, and I listen to the Ford Wrestling Fan. It's Sunday. It's 2 p.m. It's the least wrestling-related wrestling podcast in the world, <laughs> Board Wrestling Fan Radio. We are on the air, episode 285. That's wow. 15 away from 300. Uh, and all I gotta say, all I gotta say is 15 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have... Oh, wait, so put, put. oh well, that's it, folks. See you next week. <laughs> put that shit in my hand. <laughs> I swear if your break song is Jungle Love. <laughs> no. I see what your break song is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hadn't scrolled oh, down yeah, that far. Oh, yo. <laughs> I hadn't might, scrolled might down. might change that before then. It could. I have is to keep an eye out. Band break songs. <laughs> there probably should be a list of band break songs. There should be, but there isn't. There was that one week JT tried to convince everybody that his break song was uh, never going to give you up. Because you and you fucked it up. <laughs> no, I didn't fuck it up. I played it to Rick Roll. You. <laughs> You're a sports. I should. I should have just never put that link in the. I should have never put that link in the in there. I should have just fucking. I just should have had you play it. Play play the song I wanted you to play. Right. I would have caught it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Uh, what? I I'd rather be in bed, but yeah, here too. we are. <laughs> yeah, me too. Very, very, very rough night last night. I don't know why. I think probably because booze. Because booze. Yeah, it's usually why. For me, I'm just an insomniac, so. <laughs> I cannot sleep for more than like three hours at a time. It's kind of getting ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, what's everybody up to? <laughs> I was trying to sleep. Fuck. <laughs> so is everybody else. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, I gotta get up and get this shit ready for this fucking <laughs> goddamn show. I'm on vacation next week. Yes, I'm the only one who's up in the morning. Not not totally by choice, but it just kind of happened. But, uh, well, I was up at like... I was up at like nine because <laughs> like, my kid's here and she needed breakfast, so... You gotta feed them, Joe. I know, I know. <laughs> Sometimes more than once a day. Yeah, I know. Just well, get them I mean, one of those uh, hamster water bottles. Economy <laughs> set, you know? Yeah. I like I mean, one of those bird feeder things. <laughs> I'm usually up voluntarily early. It's just because I usually go to the gym, but I didn't gym today because I, I ended up late, out late, out late last night drinking, and then I got, I got home, and then I woke up at like 5 this morning. I'm like, yeah, gym's not happening today. <laughs> <laughs> and stayed in bed till like literally nine forty-five this morning. Yeah, I only I had to, 
I only had to get up because I had to go pick my mom up because we was, I told her we'd go grocery shopping today. Oh, food. See? It's all about food. It's always about food. Big, fluffy, pillowy, bread, loaves, food, sleep. I, I just went to bed at one and woke up at four and was kind of having back pain so I couldn't sleep. So I said, fuck it, and got up. So I'm just tired. I've been up for like eight hours. <laughs> so. Nah. So what you're saying is this is going to be an entertaining show. <laughs> Anybody that's listening is just going <laughs> to wake right up, perk right up because of the high energy levels that we're all presenting on this show today. Yeah! I, mean, <laughs> I could use some drugs if it helps. I mean, <laughs> all Tylenol's not doing shit for me right now, so... I opened for Smile Empty Soul once. I was around enough drugs. <laughs> Let's try this heroin shit out. <laughs> That'll work, right? Sure. Why not? Well, I'll get some sleep, probably. Yeah. One way or another, I'm going to get some sleep. It's <sighs> either one of those, like, 12, 20-hour induced ones, or uh, never wake up again. Either way, I win. <laughs> Yay! This week on Board Wrestling Fan Radio, will she die for heroin overdose? Tune in to find out. This is Titus Dinosaur on here, yo. Grab my spoon and my lighter. I watched a dude shoot up heroin a few times on a bus before. I was fucked up. <laughs> I was wow. my bus to university when I lived in Vancouver in the middle of the day, man. It's fucking really hard to watch. Most people don't like needles or needle phobic. I, I think it's a pretty normal thing. Yeah, I, I find most people don't like getting stabbed, you know? It's kind of, I don't know. I think it's normal. So Right. Well, watching this guy, like, heat it up, you know, draws it up, the fluid in the syringe tap, you know, flick, flick, whatever. It's just, like, this is one of these, like, buses that has, like, two parts with, like, a center that pivots, like, the really long ones. So they're extra rumbly. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> watching you know what i mean like try to yeah. hold something still on that type of bus right you know? oh i still think i still think about this you know and it's over to like 20 years ago i can still see it. it's just oh <laughs> so i oh, saw well. I, I saw this headline it was uh that some guy taped razors to a fidget spinner and cut his dick off in calgary i didn't click on it because i figured it was bullshit <laughs> Yeah, it's fake news. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> right, there, there's another one from another part of Alberta where um, a female got it caught in her uterus somehow. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I saw it like the same weekend. I saw the, the penis cutoff thing. Yeah. I figure it's a theme. Yeah. There's one big event that all these people were at at the same time. Yeah, genitalia and fidget spinners. You know, I'm still bitter. <laughs> Not bitter. I, I, I'm, I'm just a little bit curious because WWE actually has fidget spinners now. I saw a link for it earlier this week. There's one guy. I know he's not as popular as he once was because he's an announcer, but why in the fuck is there not a spinner or any fidget spinner? Right? That would make you sense. Like, I, I, I had this thought a couple of weeks ago before I even realized there were... I've, I mean, obviously, the popularity of these toys is it was inevitable you're going to get these things with WWE. They're all the ones aimed at kids, and it makes sense, but... It just... It seems like someone's got to make that. Like, put, you know, Booker T in the spinner or any pose. 
with like three legs instead of whatever they call those little arm things. <laughs> oh well, anyone out there who wants to steal my idea, go for it. I'm not motivated enough to make it. <laughs> I might buy one off you though. That'd be funny. You could get them with like blue Bluetooth like chips in them now too. Why? I don't know. Facebook and <laughs> news feeds tells me shit. I learn things I don't want to learn all the time. This is true. This is this is the day and age we live in. Mm-hmm. Where you yep. learn shit you don't want to, you don't really give a shit about. Now, I saw it pop up in my feed this morning during the uh, the angry sit down at the computer because I wanted to go to sleep, but I couldn't. So it's long gone. It's like eight hours ago. I have no fucking idea who posted it or anything. I just, just kept on scrolling, man. <laughs> Keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Anyway. <laughs> oh, y'all be loving this clickbait here. Yeah. I, I'm not going to try to freestyle. My biscuit pop up ads would be in the rhyme, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I had a good week other than that. It's, this fucking back pain just sucks, man. No fun. Can't lie down and sleep when it hurts, you know? So it's yeah. like, mother. Fuck. <laughs> the Blue Spin Bluetooth Fidget Spinner connects to an app on your phone that gamifies the fidget spinner experience, allowing you to complete trick challenges, share your scores, and chat with your friends about how much you love fidget spinning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of that is clearly totally geared toward the original purpose of the fidget spinner. I know, spinner. right? Okay. Uh. Not looking forward to that. Oh, I'm sure. Well, we'll see what happens by. <coughs> by the, well, you guys have a month to go, right? So, but we'll we'll see what happens. Something new comes along. Mm-hmm. Something new will always come along. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's, is it a month or two or more? It's hard to say. Hard to say. Oh well. Can't believe it's hard. It's been like. It's been a year plus since, like, even Pokemon Go started to die off. It was, like, mid-July where that popularity was starting to wane. <laughs> People still play it. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I still have it. I just don't put effort into it. Well, the, the key difference being, like, you have your, your, your core audience of people who are Pokemon fans to begin with, and then you have just the novelty of what it was. and It's kind of a first mainstream game that was like that sure for for phones you know and as much shit as i gave you last year just because i'm an asshole that's me but (laughs) the reality is like the novelty could have been any game and it would have been i think accepted and maybe it'd have to have some kind of mainstream attachment to it it could have been like star wars or lego or right whatever you know or lego star wars or lego star wars yeah Or Marvel, Lego Marvel, or Lego Batman. Yeah, I gotta see that. I heard that one's really good. Which one? The Lego Batman one. Oh, the movie? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen the movie. I've heard good things, so. I'm not a big Lego movie fan. I've seen a couple bits and pieces here. They're okay, but they're bad. It just, I wasn't as engaged as either, I guess. Oh, well. I don't know, man. I keep being told from people who've seen the Lego movie that everything is awesome. <laughs> like well, the... it's well done. 
I can't criticize. Theme, theme song from the movie. I think I did a Did You Know on uh, on Movie House for that. <laughs> if you go on YouTube and look up Movie House, then you can see my Lego movie, Did You Know. Roadhouse. To, yeah. to this day, as many videos as I've done for Movie House, I've never seen any of the movies that I've done videos about. <laughs> you should start swiping that in <laughs> I've never seen this movie but this is some facts you might have missed if you have seen the movie here's some easter eggs <laughs> oh Actually, right. I, did, I did like a Harry Potter thing, and I don't know if it was—I don't think it was for Movie House, but I think it was for somebody else, and uh, or maybe it was—it it was for Movie House, and the actress was in one of the movies or whatever. But uh, I actually had to Google how to pronounce Hermione because I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies or read the books, <laughs> and I, I know Drow's sitting there like blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned to be less judgmental about stuff like that. You're good. <laughs> I actually had to Google that because I did not know. And then I did a video for uh, Hyperloop about how, about like celebrities that grew up to be hot and she was one of them. And I'm like, hey, I know that word. <laughs> the word hot? Yeah, it's three letters. <laughs> No, the 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 name Hermione. I I knew. I, I actually knew that. I'm like, yeah, I, I I know how to pronounce that. I don't have to look it up this time. <laughs> I've never seen any of them in entirety. Again, it's one of those things. Like I can appreciate what it is, but just didn't get into it. I think they were like on in the background at some point when I was at somebody's house or something, but like I never paid any attention. It's not my thing, you know. Uh, the first three, as far as movies go, weren't all that. I mean, they weren't my cup of tea. I, they were fine for making movies of the books, but until Goblet of Fire, I didn't really get excited about it. And part of that might be the first couple of stories and by default, the first couple of movies are, you know, more of the, you're these little kids and they're finding stuff out and it's all rising action and, you know, they have adventures, but it doesn't really take the big turn. It doesn't get really dark. They're, the stakes are not as high and they just really felt like, you know, typical kid movies and once Goblet of Fire happened that's when I was like I will shove an elderly nun out of the way to get into that movie theater move it <laughs> um, but you know, the, the first three were kind of okay they're there yeah I don't know just not my not my not my type of uh, entertainment so, I mean, but, you know, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. That's cool. 
the one thing that I would be grateful for just forever, even if I absolutely hated it personally, was the fact that I don't think I have ever seen anything as far as a cultural phenomenon that got kids all over the world wanting to read books like that. I mean, they didn't necessarily stick with that, but you know, all these kids just everywhere suddenly became voracious readers, and I'm sure some of them splintered off into other things that they liked better, especially as they grew, but sure. you know, it, it was this literacy magnet, and even if I personally hated every bit of it, I think I would be grateful that it accomplished that, because... I don't think anything on that scale has ever happened. Okay, guys, I'm going to, I got to step out for a few minutes. I, something's up. My computer's not, I think my computer's frozen. So I'm going to have to restart my computer. So, All right. um, yeah, so I'll, I'm going to be, be out for a few minutes because something's, something's not right. Cause I don't, I have nothing, nothing's moving on my screen. So I'll okay. be right back guys. Cool. Yeah. I, uh, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about how I've, read books after I've seen the movies, but I have not, like, seen movies based on books after reading the books. And I just found out yesterday that the uh, Ready Player One movie is is finally, like, about to come out in 2018. So that's going to be the first one that I've actually read the book first. <laughs> there goes JT. Is, though, yeah, there's tons of stuff that I read the book first because I, I read, therefore I am. But <laughs> yeah. there are other things that I saw the movie first, and I know this is said all the time, the movie for Fight Club is one of the few times where the movie is better than the book is. And I was kind of glad I saw that first. Yeah. Some of the other ones, not so much, but... Um, Forrest Gump, the movie, is far better than the book. <laughs> uh, it's far I think di- at the time, I didn't even know it had a book. Yeah, it's far different than the book, and it's far better than the book. <clears throat> that happens sometimes, where it's, it's funny how, how even using the word based on it is... I mean, Apocalypse Now is probably one of the better examples. Starship Troopers, actually, I don't know how well you know the film or the book. It's another really good example of that, where it's just so far from the original. You'd be like, really? You want to call it that? Like, <laughs> I remember reading Heart of Darkness and just being like, the fucking helicopters, man. Like, what the fuck? You know, I remember, you know, because I saw that was one where I saw the film and then I read it later. It's like, oh, pick it up. It's short. It's like 100 50 pages or something. I don't know what it was, but it was a short one. And it's like, it's kind of a cool story. It's just so, it's so, so different. Completely different setting, I think, makes a huge difference, though, too. So, you know, now that I think about it, I think I saw, I think I read Johnny Got His Gun before I saw the movie, but the movie is exactly like the book. Uh, if, if anybody doesn't know, that's the movie that the video for Metallica's One was based on. 
So I saw the video first, then I read the book, and then I saw the movie, so. And now I own two copies of the book. <laughs> I couldn't find my one, and then somebody bought me one, and then like two days after I got it, it's like, oh look, there's my original copy. <laughs> so now I have two. <laughs> I know, You're fascinating gonna... stories on Board Wrestling Fan today. <laughs> hey, we, we are some literate motherfuckers, so there. <laughs> and there was there was a time we actually wrote on the site, but you know. we we used to that used to be a thing, yes. <laughs> and I thought about it several times lately. That oh hey, I should write this, and then I thought nobody's gonna read words. Yeah, that's why we just do a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole website, and we have you know server space and all that just for just for podcasting. <laughs> That's all right. At least this website looks like something. The, where I upload my uh, other podcast to, it's just like it looks like it's it's basically just a list of links. There's no formatting whatsoever to it. <laughs> like you want to download my podcast here? Download it here. <laughs> no descriptions of the episodes or anything. It's just like here. <laughs> Click. Yep. I saw we didn't have Coaster. What about Noise? Did we not hear anything from him? Haven't heard from him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, he's he's been off and on for a couple months, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get him back at some point. And JT will be back momentarily, I'm sure. <laughs> See? Uh, <laughs> I'm back, I know. How did you do that? <laughs> I'm awesome. Just Not you, <laughs> JT. We're talking about Joe. <laughs> Literally, right before you came back on, I said, I'm sure we'll get JT back momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> the words leave his mouth, and then the little sound of... is like, oh, Whoa! <laughs> It's magic. I, no, that literally was just coincidence. I'm sure I'll get all that money I spent on loans and mortgages back any time now. <laughs> <laughs> I might get some, be getting some money back. I should probably not delve into to JT's personal life, but oh, what the fuck? Because um, I had to. I, I started the process of getting, trying to get my ex off of her, off of my car insurance, and. Um, basically they need, they need, they need, unfortunately I have to get in touch. They have, we have to get in touch with her because, because I don't own the car. I still have her car on my car insurance and I still have to, um, cause it's her car, not mine. I have, she has to provide information. Now, if she turned the plates in, cause she doesn't have any more. She got a DWI. She, her car was impounded. Now I'm not sure if it's just still impounded or if she had to turn the plates in. <laughs> And if the plates were turned in, the insurance, the lady at the insurance company said, if they get the letter, that I'll I will get refunded from all the money from the day the plates were turned in, which was uh, two years and four months ago. <laughs> wow! So that's gonna be be a couple, probably a couple grand. Nice. And I ain't giving her a penny because fuck her. <laughs> 
Money, good. <laughs> JT's the only one that gets that reference. <laughs> Beer, good. Yeah. Grab ass is bad. <laughs> uh, every now and then, I'll go look those videos up, and I will watch them. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, sanitarium.mp3? <laughs> uh, if I had an enhanced ID, I'd go see Metallica tonight in Toronto. Uh, why don't you just borrow mine? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just throw it across the state. Yeah, right. <laughs> why, yes, I am John Trailer. Oh, my doppelganger's out there. Just, just take my picture that that my that my cousin posted on my wall last week. <laughs> I I don't think you could just walk up and get tickets at this point, anyway. Oh, I'm sure I could. <laughs> well, scalpers, okay. I I I tell everybody all the time, things are never sold out. They're just more expensive. You'll pay a lot of money in Toronto. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But it would only cost me like 12 bucks to get there. It's weird. It, co it cost me like 100 and something to get to New York, but it only cost me 12 bucks to get to Toronto by Greyhound. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. The Who are in Canandaigua, New York tonight. The who? The who? Oh, the who? Who the who are? What? The who, who are? are. I was say who are. The what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> the the <whore>. <laughs> <laughs> Probably find those in every city, bud. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Just the, say. <laughs> yes, the band The Who are in Canandaigua, New York tonight. What's the name of the venue they're playing? First base? No, it's uh. I actually just had this pulled up too, and I don't remember what the hell the name of the place I was. Wanted to make a joke. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's a ridiculous name though for this place. <laughs> uh, who? Who are you? Yeah, those guys. <laughs> The Constellation Brands Performing Arts Center in Canandaigua, New York. I could still get tickets for 41 bucks. But an Uber there costs like 112 so... <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, well. <coughs> I saw green jello last week. It's all good. So how many songs did you get from them? I think they played like five this time. <laughs> Only five? Yeah, they played like two more than last time. <laughs> it's like my cousin's band, Ed Gein. They play like their, their songs are like all minute and a half. And the last show they did, they were like, yeah, we're going to play 90 minutes like we usually do. They played maybe 40 minutes and they spent more time not playing than they did playing. <laughs> <laughs> They had 33 punk rock puppets at this show. Oh, jeez. 33. 
This is not a huge venue. <laughs> it was a fun show, though. I had a lot of had a good time. A friend's band opened for them, and uh, yeah. My uh, my my clown friend was uh, also performing. So I'm standing in the back of this venue, right? And uh, my friend, who is a clown, decided to uh, basically uh, drop his pants on stage. And unfortunately, everybody between me and the stage were shorter than I was. So I had a direct line of sight to his bare ass. Uh, can, can somebody tall get in front of me, please? I don't, like, I really don't want to see Arlo's ass. That's horrible to hear about how your neck doesn't work anymore and you can't turn your head, man. I feel bad. I'm I trying know. to watch, but I'm trying to watch the show. If somebody, like, just as tall as me was, like, in front of me, I probably would have not seen his ass. What I'm, did the I, doctor say about the crazy glue that you spilled in your eyeballs so you can actually move your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing or? No. Nah, I was trying to. I was trying. I was trying to watch it's the show, but I was bad. Whatever. Yeah, like, I know. Even then, like, come on. I know. I was trying to watch the show. Like, <laughs> he, wasn't, like, sla- he wasn't like slapping you in the face with his penis, right? No, this is this is true. Okay, so yeah, I mean that would be offensive no matter who you are or what you swing, way you swing. That's assault, man. Especially like, right. depending on the girth. So, <laughs> you, just saying, man. I mean. I'm just amazed that there are people shorter than Joe. I've seen Joe in person. George, George, Joe's pretty short. I'm five eight. <laughs> you are? Yes, I am. I don't think you. I think you're a little shorter than five eight, buddy. I'm five I'm eight, five dude. Nine, so <laughs> I'm five eight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I shoes, maybe. Or... I don't know. Shit, I'd be towering over you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm a 6'3", yeah. <laughs> oh, well. We go to a show, you guys be in my armrest. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that good being super tall. I'm not super tall. I have a, my dad's cousin. My dad's side's pretty tall. My dad's 6'6". Six, six. My dad's cousin's 7 feet. So, easy to find him in a crowd, though. That's the one advantage. <laughs> See, I was you married get... a g- Most... gymnast. She's like 5'2". <laughs> Most shows I get behind, most shows I'm at, I end up behind a guy that's your height or taller. <laughs> and I'm What's like, me? I'm everywhere, bud. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to get up front for this show. So I'm right in front of the guy that's just slightly shorter than I am. And he can't see. <laughs> I don't usually have a problem being blocked by taller people, but when I was at Long Beach, my friend was in front of me who was a lot taller than me and the chick behind me was like barely five feet tall so I'm trying to jump around the tall guy in front of me so I can see but not block the short chick behind me so she can see and it was just this contortionist dance the whole time (laughs) really kind of annoying (laughs) Yeah, I could see how that would be annoying. Mm-hmm. It's either uh, that or be 
completely not considerate to anybody, and then that doesn't work out well. So you're kind of stuck. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm tall enough to block the view for short people, and I'm short enough to have the view blocked for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, kind of a catch-22. Like, alright, I want to be up front, but I don't want to block this person behind me's view. But now I'm behind a guy that's taller than me, and I can't see, so. <laughs> Yeah, well. That's the spirit. <laughs> it happens, man, to everybody. It happens to me often, too. You'd be surprised. Oh, I'm so. sure. Whatever. Just gotta, gotta roll with the punches, man. I mean, it's, especially if you're at, like, general admission type shows. Oh, for sure. You can do. Yeah. I, was well, at... I mean, there's stuff you can do, but most of it's illegal. Like, <laughs> I was at the headings are apparently a bad thing, I'm told. Now... Now I know. <laughs> I was at Warp Tour last year, and uh, I was hanging out with this really tall guy, and he gave me a good reason why he doesn't feel bad about being up front. And I then I got stoned, and I completely forgot what his reason was. <laughs> it's easier to get stoned off the band's like third third hand, maybe, or <laughs> that must have been a good reason, probably. It depends on the band you're seeing too, right? Yeah. I've done both. I don't know. The appeal to me being up front isn't much there. It kind of, I guess it would depend on the show. But like, yeah, I, I, I only I, did I went, it one time. I did it a lot back in the day when I was like a teenager. But I, I wouldn't want to deal with like the pit and getting shoved and pushed all the time <laughs> and just annoying as hell. I did it one, I did it one time a few years back when, um, Fozzie, when I saw Fozzie and, um, is that the state fair? And, um, but the thing is, the thing of the, the catch about it is that where the front was, right at the gate, the, the thing was, it was elevated. It was higher up than the rest of the crowd. So I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this because, you know, I know I'm not going to get squished by other people and I'm not going to get, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get my, I'm, I'm not, no one's going to start moshing behind me because they're all below me. So, <laughs> so I got, that was my one, my one time. Well, I've done a couple right up fronts, but that's those. But the, re the 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 ones that I was up front for were like when there's like ten people at the show. <laughs> See, <laughs> one I... time I got one time I got knocked out of my ass because someone started started um trying to start a pit with like six of us. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I got knocked on my ass, and I'm, as I'm like halfway standing up, all of a sudden I had two freaking uh, two are two hands behind me lift me up. Like, it was just, like, reached, grabbed me, picked me up, like, I was doing all right. I could have actually done it myself. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of being up front at shows. In fact, the only reason that I was uh, where I was at Green Jello, for, because for Green Jello, I was up on the, uh, like, there's, <laughs> there's a little kind of, like, uh, elevated uh, place where you could sit down and whatever. I was up there for Green Jello. Uh, and the only reason I was up there was because the people I were, the people I was with wanted to, you know, not be on the floor. And I'm like, well, you guys are my ride home, so I should probably hang out with you. <laughs> Plus, I did the floor for Green Jello last year. So, I'll probably do it again next year. 
because they were, it was literally like one, uh, like the next day would have been one year to the day that I had seen them last year. <laughs> and they were playing in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania that next night with the band that I saw them with last year. So it's like, hey, that's cool. You guys played with Green Jello one year ago today, and now you're playing with them again tonight, just in a different city. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> so, anybody watch that wrestling pay per view? One? Nope. <laughs> oh, that was last Sunday, wasn't that it? That was last Sunday, I do believe. Yeah, yeah, I saw the, I saw the that one match I wanted to see. It was didn't take very long. I saw far too much of that pay per view. <laughs> oh wait, no, I ended up having that on because I had fucking tornado warnings. I remember. Yeah, that yeah, now. yeah. That's right. You were telling me. I, I went on and. Uh, I put it on early, and I, I ended up watching uh, the uh, the Cass and Enzo match. Just because, like, when I tuned when I turned it on, it's like, oh, here comes Enzo. Like, I haven't watched Enzo in a while. Let me see him cut a promo, and then he starts talking about Frank Sinatra, and it's like, okay, great balls of fire, Frank Sinatra. What decade is it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And then he got his ass kicked. Uh, 1960, <laughs> maybe 70? I don't know. That's Donald Trump's America. <laughs> We're going backwards. We're going backwards the, in time. WWE's full of dated references all the time anyway, though. This is true. Get it? There's nothing new. Haha. <laughs> but, fuck, man. I, I can't believe I had that on. I, I don't remember anything except for the... I must have just been surfing the nut with it on out of boredom. It's like every five minutes, like... Fucking, we we don't even live anywhere near the tornado area. It's just the broadcast crash stream, <laughs> just half of Alberta, which is like, you know, pretty fucking big. We've been a bunch of European countries in Alberta and still have space. And I'm not talking Luxembourg and shit. I was just gonna say the Grand Duchy of Luxembourg. <laughs> yeah. No, I toss like a France and a Germany and a UK in there. We still have space. <laughs> oh yeah, yours kind of like like here in Central New York. Central New York, they'll sit there and yeah, well, there'll be a tornado warning. They'll say a tornado warning for for Central New York, and what will mean either north or south of Syracuse doesn't necessarily mean Syracuse is gonna get, you know, gonna get it. Right. Yeah, exactly. it's not. It wasn't like anywhere near us. It was, it's frustrating because like automatically cuts off. Anything you're recording or anything you're watching on a recording and all live TV, like everything stops. So like everything that I was trying to watch was like, it's like pointless. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just watch like some, uh, some documentary and like, go watch this and like, oh, it just stops it right away. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. But they, it's like, yeah. I guess, I mean, that's the point of the service, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, it's just why don't you completely know that it doesn't affect you and there's no way to disable it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Motherfucking. Yeah. I, so I watched that and then I, I tuned in at uh, at 10 o'clock thinking like, okay, it's got to be getting close to the main event. I'll, I'll catch whatever's going on and I'll eat and whatever. So I figured I'd sit down in the living room and watch it. So I caught the tail end of uh, The Miz uh, beating Dean Ambrose. And then I caught an am. I hate ambulance matches, and I hate Roman Reigns. 
that was the one where we murdered. They tried to murder each other and crash the the thing into the wall or whatever. Right? Yeah. Okay. Basically, just... the double turn that wasn't. Right, right. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, and I mean, in in like. It's like, okay, so, like, when Hulk Hogan did virtually the same thing to The Rock, Hulk Hogan was the heel. <laughs> and, like, anytime stuff like this usually happens, it's the heel trying to kill the baby face, not the other way around. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if you want to get Roman over as a face, you try to kill the heel that everybody likes. I guess. So I like know. Highlander or something, you absorb his like ability. I guess I don't know, man. But like, like Mega Man, you get the powers. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, okay, so you lost the match, then you beat up the guy after the match, you throw him in an ambulance, you essentially try to kill him, and then you just walk away like nothing happened. And you're the good guy. <laughs> Wrestling folks, WWE logic. And from what I read, because I didn't watch it, I don't have the network anymore, but I was following everything on Twitter, and people, for the most part, seem to be totally into the idea of, oh, wait, did what I think just happened actually happen? You know, they thought they saw a legit double turn, and... Right until Monday when everybody walks out and acts like nothing ever happened. <laughs> yeah. I, I've actually read a couple of pretty intelligent sounding think pieces on how could you waste this? Because it's so difficult to pull off something like that anyway. Mm -hmm. All these pieces have to be in perfect alignment. The audience has to be ready to go with it. Everything was there. Mm -hmm. And then... Monday Night Raw, you just come out and go, yeah, that didn't happen. Next. <laughs> I, it's... People are just like, how? I mean, if you wanted to do it, you couldn't have had a better setup. And yeah, I'm mm -hmm. not saying they should or shouldn't have done it one way or the other, but right. ignoring an opportunity like that just seems incredibly dumb. I, uh, it, it, For me, it's, it, it's the tale of uh, two completely different bookings because you have Roman Reigns who is completely booked terribly as a babyface because he does all of these heel things but we're supp <coughs> still supposed to cheer him as mm -hmm. opposed to Braun Strowman where when I watch anything that they've done with Braun Strowman it is like it's things that have been done before where people have not gotten up from and he gets up from them so they are booking him really well and making him look really strong. And I, I think they're doing a great job with Braun Strowman, but it's like, okay, like, you can't have Roman Reigns try to kill somebody and try and get him over as a babyface. That's, that's not how this works. <laughs> so it's like, on one hand, you have a guy, they know what they're doing. And another guy, they're like, well, let's try this. Because <laughs> nothing else is working. So like for example, like he's been he got speared off the stage. He got up from that. He got he got the he did the ring breaking spot. He got up from that, and he did like all this other shit that other people never got up from. 
Braun gets up from. And I, I really feel watching some of Braun Strowman's stuff that somebody who's writing for WWE is just sitting there watching old episodes of Raw on the network. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, hey, how about we do this? <laughs> but it works. Works for me anyway. I don't know. It apparently works for a lot of people because apparently he's the guy that lots and lots of people want to get behind or they're behind him already and they just want to see it made official for lack of a better term. Sure. So they 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 have the backstage thing. They're trying to get Braun out of the ambulance. They do Heath Slater versus Kurt Hawkins. Which finishes during the backstage stuff. Where Heath Slater beats Kurt Hawkins off screen. <laughs> Nobody cared about that match. No, for sure, but still. <laughs> and uh, Brock Lesnar defeated Samoa Joe. And But it wasn't what we were all afraid of, and I will give credit for that, that you know, the entire match was basically Joe just overwhelming and destroying Brock. And sure. The thing that I heard the most complaining about, and it's not necessarily wrong, was that you know Joe just does all this damage to Brock, all these different things, and then we get one F5 kind of out of nowhere, and Joe is out. And pretty much everybody who was commenting on it had said something to the effect of, well, I expected Brock to win. I didn't really care if Brock won. But the win kind of came out of nowhere and it just felt like it didn't fit. If they could have expanded it with something just a little bit, they would have been perfectly happy with it. And... It just seemed, well, to you know, throw a New Japan reference in there, it was like when Minoru Suzuki destroyed Okada's legs for 40 minutes and he somehow manages to get up, hit a Rainmaker, and win the match. And you're like, dude, really? <laughs> you know, all of this, and then, okay, that was kind of out of nowhere. That was lame. And the response seems to be pretty similar that, Everybody thought Brock was going to win, but they thought he should have had to do something other than just one F5 out of nowhere, considering what a beast Joe ended up looking like. And I can't agree with that more. I thought thought pretty much the same thing. Like, okay, Joe's going to kick out here. Like, oh no, he pinned him. It's over. Okay. That... The, you know, it was good to see Joe get all that offense in, but the match wasn't nearly as good as I had anticipated because you know as soon as the match was announced I'm like I'm gonna watch that match whether I'm watching WWE at that point or not I want to see this match and I think you know that's it's just another case of like okay that really disappointed me I don't really want to to give him credit though I really like how Joe's been handling that because in all of his promos, he's been just shouting at Lesnar that, you know, you didn't win, you just survived. And, you know, that 
it was not the squash that Lesnar had thought it would be and that they're only getting started. You know, he's not acting like you know, it was any big deal. And I really kind of like that because that's what actually happened in the match. Right, so, for sure. Let's keep going with it. That's kind of where they're headed, though. We're going to probably see like a fatal four-way for the title, but they could end up putting it on Joe. I think Joe or Braun is going to end up with the title at SummerSlam. That way Brock doesn't get pinned. And they'll just be able to go back to the rumor with uh, Brock and Roman for Mania. They played it out on Monday perfectly for them to do that. Whether they do it or not, I don't know. But they had all the, the guys come out and do their, their little parade of arguing <laughs> that they do. And, uh, I mean, there's what was it? Kurt made a match with Joe and Strowman. But then Roman obviously has his feud, so he'll reinterject himself after that match one way or another, regardless of what the finish is. And it'll probably be interference, actually. I come to think of it. Huh. That makes sense. Drive a fucking ambulance through the ring. Some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I, I'm sure they'll put the title on Braun, but it'll be, <laughs> I'd be cool if they put it on Joe. I'd be okay with either one of those outcomes. Absolutely. That was... Uh, oh, fuck. That wasn't the thing I really took away. I saw a bit of Raw. It's Kurt has this big secret, and then people are all losing their minds because Dixie Carter was on that documentary, which was really good, by the way. Absolutely. Um, 20, 24-7, Kurt Angle, watch it if you haven't. Good, but they're all like, oh, yeah, Dixie Carter's coming to TNA, or from TNA to, to WWE like Bischoff. And I'm like, fuck off. No, she's not. It's going to be Clara Lynch for anybody, firstly. And secondly, <laughs> I well, called out last week, too, though. She's been more fucked, but whatever. <laughs> Bischoff did an interview, apparently, where he flat out said, oh, it's it's going to be Dixie Carter. Yeah, I saw that. And they're going to rip off the Claire Lynch thing from TNA. Yeah, I saw that. I don't, I don't, the thing about bringing Dixie Carter is like, like 2% to like 10% of your audience is going to know who the fuck that is. And, it's, and like 0.5% of that is going to give a shit. Right. You know, like, there was an occasional moment where I kind of enjoyed Dixie Carter and her heel role, but generally she was bad at her job and like, and also her actual job job, but (laughs) on screen job, she wasn't very good and she was not that convincing. And And that's just it. I remember us like sitting here just kind of making fun of the fact that she had merch because nobody fucking liked her character at all. More often than not, she was able to like use her leverage to remain on television, and it's very sure. well documented. And she's, you know, appropriately criticized for it. The other, the other hot rumor, I guess, which I think is kind of silly too, is that they're going to make like Chad Gable Kurt's son. I'm like, yeah, fuck that, I'm dumb. <laughs> That's just dumb. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. I, the one I kept hearing was that they were going to revisit the Kurt Angle and Stephanie affair, which is equally stupid. It's stupid, but but it makes the most sense out of all of it. Yeah. Yeah. That does make more sense. It's dumb, but yeah. Go And I mean, that, that would be a way to bring Stephanie and Hunter back to TV, which is coming and a summer slam is coming. So the one half of the year opportunity for triple H to work his match, it would make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. 
oh, he's a part-timer, like, whatever. At least she's, you know, at least she, if he comes back, there is some kind of logical storyline there. It's not like, oh, shit, Mania's in three weeks. Uh, Shane, why are you going to fight this guy? Oh, you have some shit in the safe? Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> and then we'll never speak of it again after the Raw, after Mania. Now you're a GM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I, I would prefer that over the Gable or the, I, I wouldn't prefer it over Clara Lynch, because Clara Lynch is fucking money. If that would be so train wreck, I would love it. That would be, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Make, make, just bring back uh, LeVar Ball. I'm cool with that, too. Uh, okay, that's what I saw. I, I tuned into the end of Raw, and I caught uh, the Miz beat up... Uh, the, the Miz and the Miz-Tourage beat up uh, Seth Rollins, and then Dean Ambrose came out and saved him. And then the Kurt Angle thing on the phone. Yeah. No, that's their big tease. There wasn't there wasn't a lot going on in Raw this week. There was one other bit that I'm trying to I'm scrolling through to remind myself. Oh, there was something else I kind of liked. What the hell was it? No, I can't. Have, couldn't have been that good. <laughs> was it Raw or was it the May Young Classic? <laughs> well, the, well, the May Young's pre-taped. It hasn't aired yet, though. Has it? No. No, I thought it was all pre-taped. I thought they aired something. It, there was like a, it was it was like the cruiserweight ch- classic bracketology thing, but it was it had a different name. I didn't see. Oh, it. they had that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see it myself, but I, I was reading there was like four episodes in the can, and like all the sp- I didn't even bother looking at the spoilers because I might actually watch that when it's when it's airing. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch it. There's some really good people in it. Yeah. Really good. Well, the cruiser, the cruiser, cruiser uh, tournament was easily like the. For me, I think it was the best thing they did on a consistent basis all last year. So. And you'd be hard pressed to get an argument out of that. I think the big problem was once it was over with. Then what? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people were so apprehensive about the May Young Classic. Is they're going well, cruiserweight classic in and of itself was fantastic and then as soon as it was over then what purple ropes yeah purple ropes <laughs> oh yeah, god if they do pink ropes man like that's just gonna oh be somebody actually commented on that apparently they did not and somebody uh whoever started it somebody posted i can't believe i'm having to say i'm grateful they didn't do pink ropes but i'm grateful they didn't <laughs> do pink ropes <laughs> I was reading uh, Botch Spot on Monday, and they had uh, he had um, Enzo cutting a promo, and the guys are coming up and taping the ropes purple, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? I'm still a, I'm still not a I'm not in the cruiserweight division." Like, ah, give it a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what the fuck else is Enzo gonna do now? Yeah, there was. Uh, the Hardys teased yeah, being they broken. Couple, they had a couple lines. They said broken and obsolete and the crowd went Nazi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there there there's still no resolution on that at all. Like as of today, same old, same old the guy the guy who works for Anthem is basically just keeps saying we own it. So <laughs> not much going on. 
Same the old, Mizzies. same old. I like the Mizzies. I enjoyed that. I was dumb, but it was funny. So they just gave out awards to all his his wife and the Miz Mizdrage or whatever the fuck they're called. It was dumb, but it's like, that's what he does well. So I'll give him credit. I made me laugh a little bit. That was my first time seeing the Mizdrage. Was on uh, was at the end of that match on uh, on on the pay per view. <laughs> When I tuned in, it's like, oh, hey, look, it's it's Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas together again, but this time with the Miz. <laughs> I don't know why they dropped the Bo Leave thing, because that actually seemed to be working for a while, and he, he was good at that, so I don't know why they let that just fall apart. <laughs> I mean, it was stupid, but, you know... Well, delusional you, motivational speaker heel I mean that's great he could pull it off I just remember one day it wasn't a thing anymore and <laughs> gone I don't know kind of I I, I kind of like I caught them on uh I, I saw the raw talk after the pay-per-view and they were on there and I, I kind of like them as the Mrs. heel group <laughs> Apparently, this has been a thing for a little while, and I've not seen any of it. <laughs> oh, I, I I think I know why the the bow leaf thing was dropped. Unless the timing's wrong, because he I had a search for it. He got that uh, arrested for being like drunk in an airport back uh, last September. That might have been it. Ninety or no, I don't know how long he got suspended. That's probably that's probably it though. I vaguely remember that happening, but at the same time, I just I'm not not sure if that was I'm not sure if that happened after he'd already been kind of falling away from TV use or not. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure to be honest with you, the timing of it. <laughs> yeah. He he was still doing was he's I think he was still doing the Bowie thing when he was with that social house cast group, though. I did that for a few weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that was still his gimmick, right? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, well. I'm pretty sure he was still kind of doing that. I, I don't really remember now that you mention it. Ah, well. Break song? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's that time, isn't it? All right, sure. Yeah, I'm still here. I didn't disappear. Just wrestling <laughs> talk, you know. Right, exactly. I, I don't have much to contribute when it's wrestling talky time. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't watch much, but I watched a little bit and enough to join in the conversations. <laughs> actually, actually, I had Bell Bellator MMA on the other, the other night, on Friday night, watched for like five minutes so that that technically kind of doesn't that technically count <laughs> sure well i i've been watching uh like I, i've i've watched like two episodes of raw two episodes of nitro and two episodes of ecw from 1996 and i've realized that now the wwe ecw is on the network 
<laughs> you know what that means? Oh, it's time to watch some Braden Walker highlights. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Braden Walker. <laughs> All right, JT's break song this week. Yeah, uh, this is off of... This is off of Papa Roach, new from Papa Roach, off the new album. It's called Born for Greatness. And here it is, Board Wrestling Fan.
That was a pretty good song. <laughs> That's a pretty good album. I haven't heard the that was the first song I've heard from that album. So <laughs> I've heard it was a good album, but I just have not bothered to listen to it yet. So what's going on in New Japan? Oh. In about 12 hours, G1 officially kicks off and for the next month everybody who is already a New Japan fan or would like to consider becoming one is going to be offered an abundance of some of the finest wrestling on the face of the planet, and I am beyond psyched about all of this. The few remaining days that I have where I can get up at 3 a.m. and watch it as it airs live are actually going to happen, and then once I have to go back to school, I'll have to just you know suck it up and be an adult and watch it when I get home. But uh, we are literally looking at... So four weeks of unmitigated greatness. I mean, every match isn't going to be that, but G1 is where you see the most amazing stuff. And the way that things are set up now, this is quite possibly going to be the greatest one ever. So I've got a brief preview of the matches that are going to happen over the coming week, basically between now and the next time we have a show. Um, Everything officially starts tomorrow, the 17th. And for those people who are not subscribed to New Japan World, guess what? Day one is free, the entire thing. So you can just go to the site and watch it without having to subscribe or sign up or pay anything. And you can watch the whole show for free. And then if you decide that it's something you want to do, everybody's got a streaming service, but... This one is beyond worth it. And then from there, it's just going to move on at a ridiculous pace. Uh, Monday is the first show, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because the way that G1 is set up now, and I won't bring this up every time, but um, part of the reason that it's a month is they have spread out time between matches, time for travel, fewer tournament matches in a day, all that kind of stuff, because this is the most grueling wrestling schedule that is out there as far as G1 is concerned. And they would kind of like their guys to live at the end of it. So, uh, yeah, they have Wrestle Kingdom to look forward to. So we, we want them to be okay. So... About 12 hours, the five tournament matches we're going to see are, first of all, Tomohiro Ishii, the Stone Pitbull, versus Hiroki Goto. Now, Ishii and Goto, this is always going to be a hoss fight. These are two really, really tough guys who hit really hard, who keep getting back up, and they're stablemates. They're both in the chaos faction. And one of the cool things about tournaments in New Japan Stablemates do not fight each other. They do not challenge for each other's titles. They just do not fight each other, except for tournaments. And there are going to be several of those here. So these are two stablemates going to fight each other. Ishii versus Goto. Um, I'm picking Ishii to win this. He's on a huge roll after making the finals of the U.S. title tournament in Long Beach. Goto was in the finals last year, although he didn't exactly 
win his way into it. He was backdoored into the finals when Tanahashi versus Okada went to a 30-minute draw. And <coughs> he's known as the perennial choker for a reason. I think Goto will have a good showing, but I think Ishii's going to win out of the gate just because his momentum is ridiculous right now, and I think they're going to roll with it. Then you've got Togi Makabe versus Bad Luck Fale. I don't really care about this match because I don't care about Makabe like at all. And Fale, Fale is their giant. He's their big show. They trot him out for the New Japan Cup and for the G1 and have him destroy some people to show he's a big scary guy who could beat anybody at any given time. And he, he's good at that. He's really good at that. I'm just not terribly interested in that match. Um, last year, Maccabi started the G1 4-0, and and everybody's like, oh my god, is he going to go undefeated? That is crazy. Um, Ollie's in Bullet Club. Bullet Club is really riding high right now. So uh, I'm going to go with Fale to win that just because he's going to be the one that everybody's been seeing a lot of lately. Then you've got Yuji Nagata versus Yoshihashi. Nagata is one of the dads of New Japan, if you will. Uh, he's almost 50, and he has announced that this is his last G1. Last year, Tenzan had his final G1. This time, it's Nagata's final G1. In American wrestling booking, this is typically a last hurrah. You have the old gunslinger who's able to get one last shot at glory, but in New Japan, that's not usually the story they tell. The Western fans kind of expect to see it, but like with Tenzan last year, he lost most of his matches. He only got one or two wins out of like 10 matches. And so the story they're telling is more of the old guy can't hang anymore, it's time to pack it in. Which sounds incredibly depressing, but it's kind of not at the same time, because the idea is that ultimately time is going to defeat everybody. Nobody wins that fight. And it would be ridiculous for somebody like that, one of the legends, to beat all of these guys in their prime just for sentiment so I don't know how it's going to play out with Nagata personally I think he's a totally different guy from Tenzan and I think he needs to go down like you know King Leonidas from Sparta um, I think it's totally reasonable for Nagata to beat Yoshihashi because when you see what some of the other matches are it would make more sense um I'm going to call Nagata to win this one. He may not win very many other ones, but I think he can take this one. The top two matches for tomorrow, and we don't know match order. These are just the matches that are presumed to be the top two. You've got Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr., and yes, that is day one. Now... A lot of people are assuming that Tanahashi has to get the win here. I don't see that. And I don't see that 
for two reasons. One, you can lose three matches and still win the whole tournament. Mathematically, that is possible. Last year, Tanahashi lost his first three matches and made it to the final. Well, no, he almost made it to the finals and then a 30-minute drop. But more importantly than that, right now, Tanahashi's walking wounded. He has a torn bicep. And he did it in Ring of Honor. He needs to have surgery for it. But because the company needs him, he's not taking time off for surgery. And he's had it wrapped. He's been doing rehab. But he's legit injured fairly badly. If you know anything about Zack Sabre Jr., you know that he is the guy who will destroy your limbs. And the fact that Tanahashi basically has a dead arm... That is candy for Zack Sabre Jr., plus it's Zack Sabre Jr.'s first G1. I think he's going to win it, and I think Tanahashi's going to you know, have a similar comeback to last year. Last year, he lost to Sonata in the very first round. He lost the first three and then comes back. I don't think they're going to do the exact same thing, but given the specifics of that situation, I think Sabre's going to win. And then last of all, the match everybody's talking about, Kota Ibushi has returned as himself, not as Tiger Mask Double, as himself, to the G1, and his first round match is against Tetsuya Naito of LIJ. Now, if you don't know, uh, they were buddies once upon a time. They would tag together. They weren't an official tag team like No Limit was, but they've got a history. And Naito has been pretty scathing in his promos against Ibushi. He has basically said, you're a part-timer, you don't deserve to be part of G1. You've wrestled, what, 10 matches a year? You know, you can't keep up with us anymore. And, you know, I'm going to show you that you don't belong here. And all of those things are true. Probably the most pointed was, he actually said, you know, your time in the WWE for the Cruiserweight Classic is not going to help you here. Ooh, okay then. So, this match is super important. Not just because it's the first round. So many people have decided that the finals need to be Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega. Ibushi's in block A, Omega's in block B. The only way they're going to meet is if they both end up in the finals. Everybody wants to see that. Because if you don't know, they have a major history. They were tag team partners and possibly considerably more than that, depending on how much you believe. So, yeah, this... Them fighting each other is huge. Everybody thinks Ibushi's going to win because Naito's been talking trash. However, just because somebody talks trash about you in New Japan doesn't mean you get the win when you finally have the match. And I really, really want Naito to win here, not just because I want Naito to win the whole thing, but check this out for a minute. At Wrestle Kingdom... When Naito and Tanahashi were fighting for the IC belt, Naito's the one who said, no, I don't want this to be the main event. I could, but I don't want to. 
And you know why I don't want to? Because Tanahashi does. So it was basically denying Tanahashi his last main event at Wrestle Kingdom. I could totally see Naito beating Ibushi here. And then Naito and Ibushi being tied for the block at the end of it. But then because Naito got the win here, he makes the finals. Naito and Omega in the finals and Naito just taunting him. Yeah, I deprived you of the finals you wanted, just like I deprived Tanahashi of the main event he wanted. You know, I'm ruining your life. What are you going to do about it? That's beautiful. In a horrible kind of way. So, this match is really, really important, and I, I... I hope Naito wins. So we'll speed up for the rest of them because that was kind of an intro thing. Uh, on Thursday, we get the first round of B Block. We've got Satoshi Kojima versus Juice Robinson, you know, the legend versus the new guy. I really don't see how Kojima's going to lose this. You know, Juice Robinson may not win any matches at all. The fact that he's in the G1 is impressive enough, but. I'm pretty sure Kojima's going to beat him here. Then you've got Michael Elgin versus Tamatonga. Normally I'd go with Elgin, and I'm probably going to go with him here, but Tamatonga can sneak a win on you out of nowhere, so it's not ridiculous that that could happen, even though it's probably going to be Elgin. Then you've got current champ Okada versus Yano. Again, you've got the stablemate thing going here. Yeah, like Yano's beating Okada. The top two matches here are also a big deal for a different reason. The ultimate infaction infighting, you've got Sonata versus Evil from LIJ. And what's kind of interesting is if you look over the schedule for the entire G1, even after this match, they are kept totally apart. They're not tagging at all for the entire month, which is interesting. Now, they don't do faction breakups the way we do. Just because they fight doesn't mean the stable is doomed. I don't think they would do that anyway. They're much too popular. But Sonata versus Evil is going to be a pretty big deal. And then main event, probably Minoru Suzuki versus Kenny Omega. That's going to be great just because of the press conference. Because, you know, Kenny leads Bullet Club. Suzuki leads Suzuki-Goon. During the press conference and during his uh, Wonderland special, Kenny Omega was basically sucking up to Suzuki. Like, oh, Bullet Club has no beef with them. You know, let's just have a match and may the best man win. And, you know, trying to be all nice about it. And then at the press conference, Suzuki looks right at him and says... I just want to beat up Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega looked like, I'm going to die. And so that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, moving on to Friday, second round of A Block, Tanahashi versus Bad Luck Fale. In this match, a whole lot. Either one of them could win, but again, Tanahashi's got the bum arm. Uh, Makabe versus Ishii, um, similar styles. Um, I would say Ishii's going to win, but then Makabe went 4-0 and before he took a loss last time. Nagata versus Goto, that should be pretty good. The match of that night is probably going to be Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. because you have the ultimate acrobat and a guy who 
twists your limbs into pieces and makes you a pretzel. So completely opposite style. Um, depending on how their other matches go, I would say Ibushi takes that one. Then you've got Naito versus Yoshihashi. Naito should totally win that, but nobody sweeps it at G1. So if he's going to take a loss, I could see him taking a loss to Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi beat Kenny Omega last year, so it could happen. And then <coughs> wrapping stuff up. Next Saturday, B-Block, you've got Kenny Omega versus Tamatanga, two members of Bullet Club fighting each other. The one that's of the greatest interest to me is Minoru Suzuki versus Sonata. That's going to be definitely interesting. Evil versus Juice Robinson. I think we've seen that match before, but you know, it should still be pretty good. Okada versus Mike Elgin. And then Kojima versus Yano. Yano's going to steal some wins with his comedy act and punching the balls and all of that stuff that he usually does. And, and Yano's there to be a spoiler. He's not there because he's good. And that's okay. And then a week from today, hopefully I'll have it finished watching before our show starts. Next Sunday, A Block, Tanahashi versus Nagata, Yoshihashi versus Zack Sabre Jr., Naito versus Bad Luck Fale, uh, Makabe versus Goto, and probably the most interesting match, Kota Ibushi versus Ishii. So you've got the, the Stone Pitbull, the anthropomorphic fire hydrant, versus the best high flyer pretty much in the world. So all of that is going on between now and the next time we meet. So... If you think there is no good wrestling left in the world, go to the New Japan World site, watch tomorrow's show for free. If you're not signed up and you think you want to, you know, give it a thought. There's a ton more coming. And by the time this is all over, it's, I believe, 19 shows in 26 days. Well, let me read you this email that I just got. Think so, Joe, Uh-oh. like... This time I received your use of the New Japan Pro Wrestling World. Thank you very much. I am now signed up for New Japan World. So I'm going to attempt to watch this. (laughs) That is obviously the translated email. But yes, I I paid my 9.99 yen. And I've got New Japan World now. <laughs> I I know that especially because we don't talk about all that much wrestling on this show and it's kind of you know the cynical way to look at it all, but I, I'm not making any apologies for the fact that this time of year and Wrestle Kingdom time of year, I am a giddy little child and I'm super excited about all of this and I want to share it with everybody. <laughs> so uh this is one of those times. Would you say you'd like to share it with everybody in JT land? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, what? 
you guys said say something. <laughs> so I, was, I didn't fall asleep. I was just playing. I was just playing. <laughs> I was I was listening. So just making fun of coaster just, from last week. <laughs> yep. Well, he's sleeping this week now. He he went to see Incubus last night. Incubus played here. Jimmy oh, okay. World played here. So he he went to that, and he's still. I think he's still in Syracuse, but he's still at the the. The, the friend the the friends I use quotes house that you know he was how big he they took him to the concert so um yeah so like every week in JT land it's brought to you by words because every Trump sentence has words sometimes three words or two and they're great te- oh and they're great sentences terrific se- sentences that I can tell you believe me they're great with the best words terrific repeated words not very big words every Trump sentence has words. 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. Dude, someone put me in a, an all-you-can-eat pot. Okay. Dude, someone put me in an all-you-can-eat pasta Iron Man match. I would crush. Hashtag WWE Great Balls of Fire. Happy birthday, OJ Simpsons. One of the only black people that make me look like a goddamn saint. Pokemon, go fuck yourself time. Ty Cobb, I suplex you. You tried to steal my mustache. Migos or three amigos? All roads lead to go fuck yourself. Special announcement. Go fuck yourself. Let me kick your ass if you need the motivation. And let's see. K-Fake News. There's so many pictures in here. I, can't, I tend, to for, tend to miss some of the links in here. WWE officially becomes developmental developmental territory for the U.S. presidency. And you know what? I will vote for Dwayne if he is legit running for president. I will be the first one. I will I will fund that. I will fucking put Dwayne for fucking president on my fucking front lawn if if that if if that if he if it is true. Sorry. Well, you know, old Stone Cold wanted to lower taxes on beer. That was his campaign promise last time. But he didn't announce until the day of the election, so it was too late by then. <laughs> what? <laughs> WWE to phase out men's wrestling by 2021. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Five things you don't know about Baron Corbin, and neither do we. His real name, his hometown, his prior athletic career, his ring ring persona. His appeal. <laughs> Cost-cutting WWE cancels Talking Smack, Total Divas, Raw, and WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your kayfabe news this week. My brother is always waiting for his tenders. I'm never going to bring him his freaking Tully's chicken tender, so <laughs> I'm going to actually do it one day, and he's going to be shocked. And, of course, in your R-Truth statement, or picture every every year JT drinks twenty five thousand barrels, which equals fifty thousand kegs, which equals seven hundred and seventy five comma zero zero gallons. I don't know, they're missing a zero. Gee, you need to fix that. It equals five million eight hundred eighty nine eight hundred eight hundred eighty nine thousand eight hundred twenty two half liter Will, Willie Beecher glasses. Hashtag G and Coaster Talk, and that's all I got to say. Other than G is a genius, so. <laughs> See you next week. All right.
Alternative facts is, 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 is stupid sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EcoMurse.Fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu, WindDrawGoddessSpeaks.u, listen, JT actually sent G his stuff.truth, praise be Gender.ca, GeneSimmons.owns.everything. <laughs> Uh, Poonslayer JT is back. Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling except for the week he kind of sort of watched it. Uh, glitterbeard.org and Discount Heat Emporium, CheapHeat.com and Spatula City. Spatula City. And uh, can somebody take over for five seconds for me because my kid wants friendly, something. <laughs> friendly reminder of some stupid shit that you didn't care about in the first place. No, you are not. You are listening. JT is continuing. He's He has taken over the news. 31 days, about, 31 days of Alberto Del Rio's bad decision. Day one, domestic violence by Lemon Stains on Reddit. The Alberto El Patron and Page incident is a story that is not going away anytime soon. Today, a witness to Page and Alberto's fight at the airport spoke to Heavy.com. She said Page was screaming at Alberto that he had been doing coke for two days straight and called him abusive. As the argument got heated, Alberto said to anyone in earshot, Check her bag. She's got all the coke in it. It's all hers. The witness saw Paige got back into the restaurant to continue her argument with Alberto, and he came out soaked, indicating she threw a drink on him. Oh, that's a waste of some good beer if it was beer. Um, This was apparently precipitated by by her being on the phone for so long that he he said something to the effect of, I hope your fucking uncle dies, and grabbing her wrists. And that's when she blasted him with the beverage. She's dead now. (laughs) Melted away. Page, which, page. Which, which is south of the border. <laughs> laughing at the picture. Sorry. That page, picture, yeah, yeah. I like that one too. Paige is once again trying to clear up the Orlando airport story by claiming that she was the aggressor in the situation, not Alberto, and that and that they were being stalked by some crazy woman. The airport well, you know, when you do drugs you do see weird things. The airport at the police say that Alberto is the only one under investigation, not her. And the witness audio, i.e. the crazy woman, com- completely contradicts Paige's story. Yeah, it's, I don't know what's going on with this one at all anymore. I well, left I... out a whole bunch of stuff, too. Like, her family, her brothers have been making statements. And, uh... <coughs> I mean, it's easy to take one side or the other, but quite clearly both these people have problems you know so i i don't really think i want to <laughs> i really don't want to take a side out i mean i i can't assume just because a male is involved with the female that the male is always the only problem it could be yeah. both yeah. could be one i doubt it i think it's both more than likely than one but i really don't know so I'm, it's kind of my, my, my stance on this whole thing. It's like a, a little bit uh, dominating of the news. But it's funny, like every time something like this happens, not necessarily with these two, though, well, any, any bust or suspension or whatever, it's like the Internet is so quick to judge immediately guilt, you know. And it's not just with wrestling, all celebrities in general. So trying to, you know, back away from the wall I just burst through saying, oh, yeah. Like the Kool-Aid man in that one episode of Family Family Guy. Oh, yeah! You know? I don't know, man. I don't know what's... I think they're both... I think there's something wrong. Because there's so much fucking double speak coming from both of them. That's like, fuck. There's no way they're both telling the truth. Or they're mm-hmm. both not lying, so... 
something's yeah. fucked. Or as Bubbles would say on the trailer for boys, something's fucky. <laughs> well, this is from slide 33 off of Reddit. It's very clear Paige is a victim, also a virgin, never drank or done drugs. My source that Del Rio is, is the Antichrist is, is this fa- Facebook post from Paige's brother. I'm a fan, by the way. It might be really hard to excise excise Alberto Alpatron from the episodes of Impact that that have already been taped. Anthem has has Anthem has built full storylines around that material. It probably won't come as a surprise to know that that opinion is divided as to how to handle the Alberto Del Rio situation in GFW. More of the people on, on the corporate side, Anthem, want him gone. While more of the people on the wrestling side, Impact, Jarrett believe that he has star power in the Latino demographic and a huge presence on social media to tap into. Ultimately, both sides agreed agreed to spending him at least sends a message they are doing something about it. And and that firing him before an investigation is finished would be counterproductive. You know, that's, that's you know, that's actually kind of probably the right thing they should do, you know, investigate it. And then yeah, I, I had sure. to deal with this shit at my, um, at my night job. I had some, you know, he said, she said stuff. And, you know, after the full, you know, you, you don't have, you have what you, you have two sides. You, you don't know what the, you have three sides of a story. You got one person's side, the other person's side, and you got what actually happened. So, mm-hmm. so is G, G, Joe back? So I'm, I'm back. Yes. Yeah. You, you. <laughs> I, ah, I'm... GG, you're fired. I'm back. My kid was getting picked up. So, <laughs> Uh, Tuesday night's post-Smackdown talk show, Talking Smack, has reportedly been cancelled by WWE as a weekly series, but will still continue as a post-Smackdown pay-per-view talk show. All right, for two weeks, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, Renee was informed of the cancellation of the show via Twitter from wrestling fan slash blog site dude John Canton. G knows the dude from his WonderPod slash Morphine Nation days. I know the dude. <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently Renee Young and Daniel Bryan particularly the latter were a little too off the cuff and unscripted on Talking Smack and Vince McMahon was not a fan of the results which is why he made the decision to cancel the Tuesday night show and not strictly because of low viewership suddenly things don't look too good for Renee Young as Unfiltered has been cancelled too Bory. there's been a lot said about both of her shows are canceled. She's not on Total Divas. She's on the opposite show from her husband that, you know, she's not going to stay there. But she's supposedly been recruited by other big name sport and entertainment okay. groups. Like, I know ESPN wanted her a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So maybe they think she's already partway gone and they want to basically show hey guess what we don't need you she she has a background i mean she was one of the main uh anchors on one of her major sports networks for years mm-hmm. so she could easily walk into any of those other sports channels and do the job without like missing a, a step like it's she was already doing that you know football right. hockey baseball all that shit so she just happened to also host a wrestling show. She really actually genuinely enjoys it. So, you know, when the when the same network got all the WWE programming, they started running this aftermath show, and 
I think about two years of that, she was doing that. And I'm essentially, that's what got the eye of the WWE. So I don't know, man. I actually kind of like Talking Smack. I watch Talking Smack more often than I ever watch SmackDown. Right. Uh, That's kind of a bummer. Whatever. I wasn't paying for the network, so I can't really complain, right? Honestly, I can't. I know that. So I was like, ah, oh, well. It's one of those things I could put on, like, before I crashed on my phone and, like, watch, like, about 20 sure. minutes and fall asleep one night of the week. I'm like, okay, I know what happened on SmackDown. Right, <laughs> That's exactly. That's all I care about. <laughs> oh, Kevin Owens is coming out. I'll stay. I'll watch that. Watch yeah. Kevin Owens' bit. Right. And it used to always be kind of funny. And obviously, back when The Miz was still on, he, was, he did some notable shit. Oh, Probably yeah. the most notable. For right? sure. And there was others who come out, and I go to sleep. Oh, Naomi's on. Good night. <laughs> Roman Reigns says, nobody misses talking smack more than me. I missed every single episode. <laughs> that from Oh Hi Danny on Reddit. This probably won't come as a surprise to you given the way he's being used right now, but there's heat on Enzo Amore backstage in WWE. Apparently there was an incident on the tour bus a few weeks ago that led to Roman Reigns personally kicking him off, after which he was given the same treatment Miz once got by the crippler, banned from the locker room at shows, and forced to change into his gear outside. This isn't sitting well with Enzo, nor is being split from Big Cass. Big Cass isn't exactly Mr. Popularity backstage either. He's a very vocal supporter of Donald Trump, which doesn't sit well with a lot of talent and or rubs them the wrong way, but he's got one supporter you need in the company, Vince McMahon, and by extension, the upper management. It isn't expected to hurt his push going forward. Yeah, I kind of found that news funny because it's like, well, I think his boss, is, I think he's okay. It's just maybe. Yeah, right. The wall's going to be 70 feet tall and you can't breach that, says Big Cass, according to I am Kim Jong-un AMA on Reddit. Bada boom, bad hombres leave the room. So wrong. Oh, well. You see the stuff I don't post, guys. Seriously, come on. <laughs> Sami Zayn is raising <laughs> funds for those in need in war-torn Syria. Hashtag Sammy for Syria? I love that idea. About time we send that illegal back, says Big Cass. Again, according to I am Kim Jong Un dot a, uh, dash AMA on Reddit. Uh, there's some friction internally in WWE over the booking of talent for the Mae Young Classic. Some of the personnel involved feel that the age uh, that the Rage of Ages twenty to thirty six is too large and that the look of certain competitors, quote, isn't up to WWE standards. The first four episodes are in the can and spoilers are out there if you want them. That's yeah, kind of bullshit. This, this is clearly a double standard because there's tons of older wrestlers in the Cruiserweight Classic last year, so... There's no doubt that that's exactly what's going on. They want their, uh, they claim the women's revolution, but this tells you that's not the case 100%. They still have that mindset. If that's completely legit. But Lord Melt said so, and, you know, he's got a right. baby arm for a dick, so. <laughs> Must be true, seven stars, yo. <laughs> Shane Helms says heat over the Hardys' dispute with Anthem over the broken universe is why he was let go as an agent. Stand back, confirmed. Yeah. The latest CM Punk. I don't know. Yeah. The, <laughs> the latest Observer Radio basically confirms everything we've heard so far about the Hardys and Anthem and Impact. They've come to terms several times, but Ed Nordholm always refuses to sign on the dotted line. 
This one literally just got posted 20 minutes ago, so I had to slip it in there. <laughs> yeah, this is from uh, Tyson Tyson Smith Hoot name on uh, on Reddit. New Japan World uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling cancels discussion of power fight love go go strong. Fucking bullshit. Remember when Unagi went off script and told Subaru to go back to Hoka uh, Hokeodo? Here's the transcript. Read it. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, let's go, Kikapu. Hey, let's let's fighting love. <laughs> sure, that could be what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kelly is now 100% done with Ring of Honor. There are no more I'll come back for a pay-per-view or special event ROH shows for Kelly. He is instead fully dedicating himself to New Japan Pro Wrestling and providing English commentary for their shows. Rick and Morty is overrated. When's the season premiere of new reruns of the Cleveland show? Asks Roman Reigns. <laughs> that from Oh Hi Danny on Reddit. LOL, the latest episode of John Cena's American Grit did 1.1 million viewers on Fox, just barely beating out an episode of Bob's Burgers the same night, which is in reruns for the summer. Okay, I got the translation. <clears throat> this, is, this is kind of fucked up. I don't think I'll, I'll read the whole... Oh, maybe I will. A few key queries called The Ghosts in Cruel Circles Are in the Middle of the Wind, and they were made by the use of the bruises and the bruises. Flee and taste of the mouth of the prostitute slavery. Bake soup, soup bums, benched robe bones, leaf bones, leaf mausoleum, mantis mantis squat, uh, hibiscus squat, hibiscus squat, hibiscus squat, hibiscus squat, hibiscus, hibiscus, hibbets. In the case of the fluttering of the frogs, of the frogs, of the frogs, of the tattoos, and the frogs, of the frogs, of the roses. In the same way, there is a lot of money in the world, and it is the most important thing in the world. Steamed crocodile snapper. Hmm. That's discussion of power fight, love, go, go strong. All right. <laughs> I want to hear I more about the, uh, the frogs of the roses, though. That's... <laughs> I like my description a little bit better of it. <laughs> yeah. So, gee, so, so, Joe, I gotta, I gotta ask this: How was it possible that you could have watched John Cena's American Grit, Grit one point one million times? I have never seen a single episode of that show, <laughs> nor would I. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did, but I forget what tonight is or the week it's on. So, <laughs> it's like somebody at Fox was like. Hey, you remember that wrestler Steve Austin? Did you see his show, Broken Skull Ranch? We should do something like that, but with a current wrestler. That's my assumption, anyway. I don't know. I've never seen the show. I've seen Steve Austin's show, but I haven't seen John Cena's. Well, if it's any consolation, I've seen either, so. <laughs> I saw Broken Skull a few episodes of it. Yeah, I, I caught a few episodes. It's repetitive. Yeah, it is. That's uh, That's pretty true. Uh, well, we've heard this one before. WWE has stopped using pyro, one, as a cost-cutting measure, and two, because they don't really feel they need to use it anymore. Which, sure, I could go with that. They did this already, and it came back, so... Oh, I know. I'm well aware. Meh. The word meh comes to mind. 
but uh, well, you know, it, you know what it was 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 the last time it was they they stopped doing pyro at the beginning of episodes, but they were still doing pyro for wrestlers who had pyro. Now apparently they're just not doing pyro at all. Yeah, until WrestleMania season. I mean, it can't be that expensive, right? I mean, because these idiots behind in the you know a couple of blocks away from me have been shooting off fireworks every night. Oh, fireworks for everybody. I guess. I mean, they could just go to Walmart and pick some up cheap and, you know, whatever. They're, they'll they'll uh, they'll bring them back when they have, like, their legend guys come out. If Shawn Michaels does a bit, they'll do a shit, that type of stuff. Right, of course. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think that one's going to stick, but that's... Yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, whatever. Got to complain about something on the internet. So, of course. Know. Yeah, it's what we do. Luke Gallows' former promotion, WrestleMerica, has filed trademark uh, a, tri- a trademark application on his character Sex Ferguson, which he has been playing a variant of in WWE's Southpaw Regional Wrestling as Tex Ferguson. And from GTG Buck on Reddit, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Kevin Owens has meat backstage. <laughs> I don't know. I like that one. Too obvious. I was wondering how I'd never seen that one before. Right. It's probably double meat, extra bacon. Probably. Mm, bacon. Sandwich artist at Subway better fucking load it up with veggies. Don't be skipping on the ranch sauce. Someone say sandwiches? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want that yoga mat fucking bread, too. <laughs> what is What is it with you and these fucking sandwiches? <laughs> it just comes up, man. I, don't you... You eat a lot of sandwiches, whether you like to admit it or not. Right. Every time you have a burger or a hot dog or anything with bread, come on. It's all really a sandwich at the end of the day. Sure. Won't argue with that. Oh, some people will. That's a big one. On Is a hot dog well, a sandwich? The, like, the hot dog one, maybe. But, like, everything else, burgers, yeah, subs, yeah. I don't know. I guess hot dogs could be... Is cons- a sandwich? Ooh. Yeah, bread toast? all the way around. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of am on everything's a sandwich, but has bread and it's wedged between it. I like toast. is just a dis- disassembled sandwich. Like, fuck. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No. So that, that's what sandwich is. Sandwich is, sandwich is just a running joke, dude, because Joe posts all those fucking sandwich posts on Facebook. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's just what I call like a, an unnecessary Facebook status update or tweet. Right. What 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 is with you? These fucking sandwiches. <laughs> hey man, if if you don't, you know the rules though, JT, and you're you're we're all guilty of it. Because if you don't post about working out, the workout didn't happen. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, you don't get where I'm. So I keep saying that. From I think Joe got it when I first said it. From Bad Santa. He, the kid in bed no, said keeps it. offering him sandwiches and he keeps oh. after after a while Bill Balfour's what's with you <laughs> fucking sandwiches? Yeah, I, I I haven't seen that movie in like very long time. I saw it once. Yeah, I, I, I never saw it, so I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you guys you guys did oh my god, you need you guys need to see it this 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 Christmas season. It's fucking it's it's a fucking great movie. It, you don't see Bad Santa too. I will say, do not see, but it's got it, it's Billy Bob Thornton's in it. Um, 
Oh shit, that um that little dude, what's his name? Oh, I forgot what the little dude's name is. Um you recognize him. He's in like he's 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 a little black dude now. He's a little black dude in all these all these movies. Um Bernie Mac's in that John Ritter, it's John Ritter's last movie. Um just just you just got to watch it. It's fucking classic. Hell, go go after and get after the show and watch the movie. It's fucking you don't have to it doesn't have to be Christmas time to see it. Just fucking watch it. It's it's a fucking great movie. You guys have got to see it. It's like it's like seven stars. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a movie it's a Chris, it's a Christmas movie that 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 it's a Christmas movie that said basically has fuck in every other word in it because <laughs> he says fuck a lot in it so you know, like he's a it just it's it's like the anti happy Christmas movie <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's alright I don't watch a lot of movies twice so. Probably why I won't see it again. <laughs> and and I, I don't I don't watch a lot of movies once. <laughs> yeah, you, Joe, you need to watch that one. You, you need to you need to you need to watch movies more more movies, Joe. You need to get more educated. Eh. Spaceballs. Haven't seen Spaceballs. I've seen like, Spaceballs two years ago. Mm. Jesus Christ! If he saw it eventually, that is okay. I didn't see Office Space until like two years ago either. Yeah, well, I didn't either, but I didn't like it, so I said, oh, okay, it didn't, it didn't I, matter. It doesn't, I doesn't matter because I didn't like that one. Oh, so only movies that JT likes matter in this equation. <laughs> no, okay. Right, exactly, see? No, 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 I, 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 you're right. What I only, it's not only all about me, sorry. I tell you what, it's i got to watch uh, Toxic Avenger 3 for, uh, for my other podcast this week. <laughs> And I loved the second one. I thought it was hilarious, so I'm looking forward to actually watching the third one. Speaking of Toxic Avenger, don't forget I will be live from the amphitheater on Wednesday if 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 everything oh, that's works right. out for the Think So Joe show for be on at six o'clock because that's what I'm probably going to be on. I'm only not going to be on the whole show because the concert starts at five. So I, I I'll be I'll come in. I'll I'm going to check in. Probably do probably fifteen minutes to half an hour. Mm. Yeah. We're going to try to have JT on Wednesday at 6 on the Think So Joe show. That might be... And, uh, wait, what? That might be an interesting... Uh, I mean, hopefully you'll be able to hear me because we're probably yeah. going to end up doing the show outside. And the yeah. last time well, I did a show I'll outside... outside. Yeah. So, well, the last and, time I did a show on Skype outside, nobody could hear me except for the listeners. <laughs> and and I, I put... I, I got Skype on my phone, on my, on my phone too. So if you want to... You can try both, but what? But, you know... Yeah, if you want to try both, but I, I do have Skype on my phone. If you want to try Skype, Skyping me through my phone, so. All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Phone Skype. Skype phone. Mm-hmm. Shit, shit. If, if I was waiting and going, going, if I was going to the Thousand Islands next week, I should probably do this. I should wait and go and do, do like I did two years ago when I drove up to the Thousand Islands and did the show while talking because my new fucking car has fucking has Bluetooth and I got fucking, I can talk. It has one of those, like I can, I can talk while I'm driving. They don't have to have my phone, my phone, my headset on or anything. It has one of those fucking things. I can talk, make calls and shit through my, through my, my car now. So I, <laughs> I wish I could do that next week. Be like driving like, Hey guys, I'm driving in my car. <laughs> Talking to you fuckers. I don't have to, and I don't have any headsets on. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Yeah, oh yeah, I got I got everything. It, it, it's because it's a it's a lease. It's a lease car, and it's lease. I'm leasing it anyway. It's 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 got it's got one of those backup cameras too. Ooh, it's so awesome. 
I saw the picture, but what kind of car is this again? It's a Kia Forte. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 The 2017. Yes, I know. It's I get I get shit. I, either people are giving telling me it's a great car, or they're giving me shit because it's a Kia. So really, I don't give two fucks. Like I got a red car. That's all that matters. I just I saw that it was a Kia and I had to make that Simpsons reference and that was my only take on what kind of car you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new car and then I'm going to going to the fucking amphitheater next to a bunch of drunkards. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have saw me my first day with it. I went to the grocery store. I parked at the end of the fucking driveway. Uh, parking lot just so no cars could park near it <laughs> yep <laughs> careful JT is careful yeah <laughs> then again I go get drunk and fucking drive it <laughs> last night so <laughs> uh, yeah well JT's gonna JT JT's gonna JT until JT can't JT anymore. <laughs> or he runs out of money. <laughs> Whichever comes first. <laughs> uh, anybody else with anything they'd like to add to the discussion? Apparently not. No. <laughs> <laughs> really, G? You don't have anything to add? Really? Nah. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. I See, I'm I, 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 I'm I'm nursing the hangover with the hair of the dog that bit me. So I'm I'm, I'm woken up now. So. <laughs> so like a month ago, I bought the Wedding Singer on DVD because I didn't have a copy and I haven't seen it in a long time. So it's like, yeah, it's five bucks. I'm gonna buy it. So I decided to watch it when I went to bed last night. And there's this particular version has uh, deleted scenes added back in. And there's one scene where he's sitting with the old lady and she's working out. And he's he's like, uh, you know, she's like, well, how come you haven't met a girl yet? And he's like, well, I don't know. And she's like, are you afraid to show your penis to another girl? <laughs> and it just keeps going on like this for like five minutes. It was hilarious. Anyway. Yeah, that's my... Uh, everybody's got a bad Santa, dude. It's okay. Yeah, Right, exactly. <laughs> all right, then. Well... I, I don't remember that movie at all. <laughs> I know I I've saw never, it. So. I've never seen... I've never seen The Wedding Singer, yes. But it doesn't make one with True Barrymore, I think, is in it. Yeah, yeah I know, but I, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of... I've, I've been kind of anti-Adam Sandler. I've only seen, like, two of his movies. Like, one of them is their heads, so... <laughs> Oh fuck! I always forget he's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, for me. I think it's like his best acting role because he just that. I, I guess I don't know. It's, I, for me, it's always <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Pip, pip, put that thing away. <laughs> I, I like, like little Nicky. Yeah, no, I, I like little Nicky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's another yeah, Adam Sandler he, movie. I gotta miss, though. I, I think yeah, that, for sure. I think everyone will agree with that, regardless of what they think the hit or their miss is. But yeah. though I did, I did, I, I will say this: I did see the, his version of The Longest Yard, and I, I can't say I hated it. I did like it, so you know, I can't, I can't down that. So I can, but that's for another day. <laughs> but as as we talk about this, Kevin Nash got another quad, top quad chair because he was in that movie. So <laughs> <laughs> his nipples were so sensitive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 
4 at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at uh, uh, Book Junkie Jaina, at Mark underscore Noise, at El Generico. We're, I am at Think So Joe, at Board Wrestling Fan, uh, Board Wrestling Fan Without Vols, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to this podcast every Sunday, live at 2 p.m. Eastern on BoardWrestlingFan.com, or download us afterwards at iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, or PodDirectory.com, or pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. Or don't. It's not like we get paid for this. Right, exactly. I'm just going to go drink beer. Go drink beer. Just buy it on 8-track at every local convenience store, too, right? <laughs> Wax cylinders, yo.